Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business with your hosts, Chris Natalie and Nick Michaels. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is episode 12. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. Hello, everyone. And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome back to the silly season in space. How you doing, pal? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you? I know you're excited. I am. I'm, I'm really excited. I got the jingle jangles going on, and that's not just in my pants. Gagantan. <laughs> Have you um, have you listened to any Christmas music yet? Nonstop, brother. I got it on the app. I got it on my computer. I got it on uh, whatever it is, Bluetooth or something at home. So it's in on, going on in these little speakers. Now, prior to the holiday season, I was listening to either to Ozzy's Boneyard or Hair Nation. Right. But as soon as I make that flip, boom! Nothing else. Nothing else. So, so you so you listen to Sirius? Is that what you're listening to? Sirius, yeah. I got I'm Hallmark. It's the only stuff I'm watching on TV right now. Past Saturday, I came home from work, sat my ass on the recliner, and I did not get up again until like 12.30 the next morning, you know, early morning. I watched five or six, seven shows right in a row. Now, it could have been the same movie. I don't know, but they were all good. I couldn't sleep the other night. I knew I, I said, you know what? I'm getting up. I'm going downstairs, grabbing something to drink, popping on the tube, boom! A shoe addict's Christmas. I watched it till about 2.30 a.m. You know what I mean? I said, I got to get some sleep, but I didn't want to, you know, but that's what, that's, this is the season. This is what I do. This is the way I get through it. Now, listen, our economy, our economy makes, what, 35, 40% of its money during the Christmas season. I get my happiness 35 to 40% during the Christmas season. It's an even trade-off. I saw that Sirius Radio added another Christmas channel. I know they do. Oh, my God. Brother, Holly, they, they got. Holly no, listen. On that app, there's like 15, 16 of them. I can't even get to all of them. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, my God. And then you're missing. Oh, let me check out here. They got a rockin' one. They got, like, you know, like the traditional ones. They got, you know. Yeah. You know, this is Michael Buble season. You know, he thaws out this time right, of the right, year. Right. So I dig him. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, it's Christmas time. <laughs> Buble's in the house. Who plays yeah. in the house? And, uh, I mean, like, I, I'm full board here at the house. I got the first tree up. I got a little tree up in another room. Then the main tree goes up this weekend. Yeah, I'm a little early. I don't care. We need it this year. I got lights yeah, up and yeah, stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's concerned about when stuff's going up. Yeah. Everybody just need, oh, absolutely. need something. Yeah, and then by Black Friday, boom, stuff's out in the yard, lights throughout the house. And uh, this weekend, I start, you know, I start my baking process. I'm going to be doing, you know, I'm going to be doing my cutouts and my my pizzelles and my cannoli and my, you know, some other stuff like that. I mean, I got a lot. I got a, I got a list of stuff. It takes me like four weeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I make enough so that I can carry it over at least until March myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, like that Jelly of the Month Club? I got cookies that go on for a couple months. That's the kind of <laughs> stuff I like doing. No, that's awesome. All right, enough about Christmas. Let's get down to some business here. Um, yes. We have a new segment, a question provided by the Cosmic View. I know those people. 
And their question is, often celebrities will utilize their status as a way to influence others. Do you feel artists should use their music to carry a message to fans as well? Sir, what do you think? You know, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, and um, I'll throw in Anthrax because they were big proponents of this. You know, they sang a lot about comic books and Stephen King novels and, you know, things that they were kind of interested in. And um, which in turn led me to be interested in them. So, you know, like like Anthrax coming out and saying, hey, the song is, you know, about, you know, a Stephen King novel. I go, wow, I really like that song. So maybe I'll read that book. And and I mean, it really did. It really turned me on to different things. So in that aspect of it, when musicians or artists use their influence to promote something, whether maybe it's a charity or maybe it's a, you know, a movie that they're interested in or, you know, books, stuff like that, that's cool. I think I have a huge problem when it gets political, you know, with obviously the the craziness in the political world that it has been in the past four or five years. I think I think celebrities, musicians, mostly. Uh, I, I think they've spoken out way too much. I think it what it does it really divides your crowd. You know, especially you know guys like we'll just say Kiss because I know Paul Stanley has has been very vocal about the political climate today. And and you know like no matter what your you know whatever your political view may be, that may turn you off, and that's not cool, man. I mean, listen, Paul Stanley don't care now, but back in the day, or you know at the level you and I are at Mick, you know, we got to be careful what we say and what we promote because I wouldn't want to turn anybody off because of my say political views. You know what I mean? Like that's just not, yeah. this isn't something I'm interested in doing. I, I definitely don't want to turn anybody away because of something I believe in or something that, you know, I support. If, if, you know, if we're talking about hobbies and, and, you know, general things, whether it's, you know, Personal Traveling. interest. Yeah, personal yeah, interest yeah, type personal of thing. Yeah, books, yeah, stuff like that. That's different. But when it comes to like, you know, what you feel about races or religions or, you know, political, I think it, I, I really think it tears down the wall and it really divides your fan base. Oh, absolutely. I agree. A lot of that celebrity thing really started to take form and shape uh, in the late 60s. You know, when we had a lot of the civil unrest going on here in this country. And then as well as, you know, not only with racism back then, but with also with the war, you know, the Vietnam War, there was there was a huge dividing line, especially between uh, political sides. And there was an age bracket divide. Right. So you mm -hmm. had a lot of that. Mm -hmm. So you started getting celebrities involved in that. And then it carried over into the 70s and things like that really boomed again uh, by the 80s. I mean, you've seen it with how stars got involved with apartheid in South Africa. You know, we had, um, you know, hearing aid for the metal people and we had live aid, you know, that big event. And it, mm -hmm. it, it was, it was something that even at that time it was embraced because it was done in a real polite mannerism, right? It yes. was about supporting yes. it. It wasn't about dividing. It was about supporting and coming together. And, and like what you're saying now, a lot of the talk definitely does divide us. And as a celebrity, now I'm not a celebrity in any sense of the word. However, I am an artist that is still trying to find an audience. And dividing that audience too soon may be catastrophic for me and my music now and later on, right? Yeah. There's a lot of artists who had gotten political, say Sinead O'Connor, as she was rising to, to the top of the charts in her career... She opened up her mouth and said some things, and she just kind of fell off the face of the earth and has never, ever gotten back to where she was going. 
Um, yeah. Another yeah. another example of that is the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. they uh, listen. Their hurt and my hurt are probably two different things. Their pocket is probably not as hurt as mine is, but right. they are nowhere where they were. They lost a lot of credibility because they got involved in something that listen. Politics, social, economical, all that kind of stuff, it does affect every single one of us. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to vocalize it in such a manner where we start, like you said, start creating these divisions. If you look at it like if you're starting to create a division in what's making you money, what's supporting you financially, and unfortunately that's the world we live in, without it you can't live, then you're doing yourself the music and the fan base that actually trusted you a disservice. Especially nowadays, as you said, there is a lot of negativity in people's support or decision to side one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And again, in my experience, the bad stuff always trickles down no matter what you say. So sometimes it's not even worth talking about it because... In a couple weeks, in a month, in a year, it's going to be a whole new set of issues that people are going to want to address or cause issue of. And, you know, some things come back in fashion, other things don't. So is it worth sacrificing your career? I don't know. Because in regular life, like our life, with a regular job, not really. It's either, you know, put up or shut up type of thing. Do your work or don't do your work and bye-bye. And then you're forced to, you know, but celebrities sometimes, especially the ones that are much higher up and have that security, they do get a little bit more vocal so that, you know, sometimes that money gives you that confidence to say things. Now, again, there are plenty of celebrities who have done phenomenal work using their celebrity-ness to bring attention to causes. Um, I mean, there's tons of stuff, you know, like Brad Pitt does a lot of stuff. Uh, Bono from U2 does tons of stuff. Sting does tons of and these are and some of these people are involved in worldwide charity organizations yeah. or movements to you know to help other countries and to help other people and and you know the missionary type stuff. I'm all for that. I definitely agree what you're saying that when bands or artists are writing about some of their personal interests, that piques sometimes the audience interest. You're like, oh yeah, you know, like Rob Halford um, in the '70s and uh, early '80s, he did a lot of like he used to. If you read in KK's book. He did a lot of um, watching of horror movies and things of that nature, and some of that was involved in his writing of songs, which gave him a little bit more creativity, a little bit more depth. A lot of music or lyrics or themes have been taken from classical literature, which, you know, I mean, prime example, uh, Iron Maiden. You know, Steve Harris writes a lot of things that are in history or uh, historical literature. Mm-hmm. And he, he's created a an interest in that kind of stuff. Another band, yeah. Sabaton, right? They've gotten a history yeah. history yeah. channel YouTube thing that talks about their music and how it relates to how they write about the war and stuff like that. And that's really interesting. I mean, they're a really great band to begin with, but then they have these themes and these these subject matters that they're actually teaching people in a more profound way for some people that may not necessarily be wanting to read those thick War and Peace history books. So there's, I think like what you were saying, there is definitely a fine line and it is up to the artist to know when that fine line, I mean, listen, in the past four years, we know where the United States has been sitting in terms of dividing itself. I mean, it doesn't matter what you say, that's been happening regardless of what side you're taking. However, you have to decide how much of it do I want to get myself involved in. 
Like, how much do I need? Because when you start talking about things like that, you are now stepping over a line and becoming super personal. And a lot of these celebrities then complain that they don't have that personal life anymore. But if once you step over there, you've given it up to a degree that's even more so than just you being in the... Listen, for an example, right? Michael Jackson, the man could not go out in the public without 70,000 people trying to bombard him, right? For him to go shopping or go into the mall, they actually had to close the mall and so he could go in himself. I don't really ever recall any... Now, listen, besides all the legal issues that the man had over the years, I never recall him ever really stating a political view or a social view or an economic view. Now, again, he was in a completely different tax bracket than most (laughs) of the world. You know what I mean? He owned llamas and giraffes and a a park in his house. So, you know, I get that. That's a different tax zone altogether. But you didn't really hear him discuss that kind of stuff. You know, other problems plagued him. I mean, there's plenty of stars that you don't hear that. You know, a lot of people have said that when Dee Snyder went and talked before Congress, it actually ruined his career at the time for Twisted Sister because it made him, it showed him as a human as a family man, a loving family man. This is a guy who had his, his teeth filed down for fangs. Oh my yeah. God, I forgot all about You forgot that, about yeah. that, right? I mean, I he had the cra- crazy hair and, and all, yep. you know, and that was that, that was that onstage persona. Now, I'm sure part of that was reality, too, for the man. But he was also a loving father, raising kids, um, a loving husband, so on and so forth. That changed his look, especially at that time when there wasn't an Internet and, you know, there was this mystique with stars. So there's some documentation on that. Now listen, he spoke out, in my opinion, as artists, for a lot of artists, not only at the time, but for later on. So I agree with it wholeheartedly. But for some people, listen, he bounced back. For some people, they may have not been able to bounce back. You are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. guess it's a it's a crapshoot you have to balance it out i mean again not having that type of of celebrity status i I really wouldn't know but i think as a person i've always been taught you don't really want to discuss religion and politics with people because it's a dog chasing his tail routine you go round and round and round is it worth destroying stuff yeah i agree I, i even remember back in the day you know, when MTV took on that rock the vote and, you know, mm-hmm. they had all these, you know, musicians. And but even back then, no one talked about who they were voting for. They just wanted people to register to vote. And, and that I'm OK with that. It's just when they start to get, you know, push their opinions on people. That's when I go, uh, even when even when bands do it from stage, I don't even like that either. Like I came here. Let me ju- just play your songs. I know, you know, I, maybe I know what's inspired and that's okay, but you don't have to do a five minute speech on your, you know, your political views while we're all here. Right. Shut your mouth right. and just play your song. I know exactly what you're talking, especially with ticket prices as they were. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, spending too, 80, yeah. $90 and I don't, I'm not here for a lecture. I get it. Right. Um, and that, that can be tough. And sometimes I've been to, I've been to plenty of shows like that have done that. I've done shows that are non-metal that have done that pop stars and stuff like that. And as much as I like their music, it's that point that puts me off. Now, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm not saying yeah. that they're right either. And a lot of right, people right, right, take, right. take that as their soapbox. You know, yes. in a sense, this show is our soapbox. 
Mm-hmm. My Correct. soapbox is a little taller than yours because I got to I got to get up a little higher to kind of meet the mic. But you know, everybody has a, wants a soapbox, and I, I get that because we are such in a society that everybody's trying to be heard. Social media is basically that. I mean, I've seen stuff. Well. If you follow the right wing or whatever, unfriend me now. Oh, if you're a left wing and you follow the, unfriend me now. Like, I'm not sure why people, and and that's non-celebrities saying it. Why would you say that? If you're putting that message out for particular people and somebody has to do a mind reading trick, then just unfriend the people. Or don't say it. Yeah. You know, like nowadays, like that that saying that Mike Tyson, you know, he goes, uh, a lot of you, a lot of you need to get punched in the face because of what you're saying on the keyboard type of thing. I'm not exactly sure what, I have it somewhere on my phone, I guess I could look it up, but, but he's basically right. Like, I mean, people are saying things that they normally wouldn't say in public or in front of another person without the fear of getting clocked in the face. Now, listen, I grew up in that time where, you know, you got mouthy with somebody on the street, boom. Right? You got yes. mouthy with your older brother? Boom! Uh, before, right. You know, before my father passed away, man, he didn't, you know, you know that spare, you know, don't spare the rod. My old man didn't, <laughs> he didn't mind giving me a good whack in the in the jaws. You know what I mean? And maybe I needed it. And I'm sure that's, you know, and, and it, it put me in my place. I get that. Um, you can't do that anymore. Right? You can't even no. do it. And so everybody's taken to the keyboard, keyboard warriors now, and they don't mind saying this, what do they call them? They're trolls, right? They call them, they're trolling, mm-hmm. they're going through, and they don't mind saying, I mean, go on to, on to any YouTube thing, and everybody's talking so much stuff. And I'm seeing celebrities do that as well. They're doing it to each other. You see that stuff all the time. Google comes up, oh, so-and-so said this about so-and-so, and they're talking about, I mean, speaking of Paul Stanley, Paul Stanley and Dee Snyder, they've been at each other's throats verbally over the last couple years. I don't know why they just don't meet up, duke it out, get it over with. It don't matter. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> right. Old Hollywood, if you read about it, see things that they used to keep everything hush hush. Even when they had problems yep. at the studio, the studio would yep. release something, go, listen, we're, we've parted ways, or they s- quietly sell their contract to another studio. You know, everybody kept quiet. They didn't talk about, and celebrities or stars that did, they were usually dismissed because it just reflects badly, not just on the one person, but the whole thing. I've seen stuff where other band members. And I know you've seen this too. They apologize for what someone said, you know, in their band said. Yeah. Oh, listen, you know, I mean, I I have to apologize for what so-and-so said today. That doesn't necessarily reflect the views of the entire band. You know, he's a very passionate person. He has a lot of feeling. And then they're trying to cover for him. Again, because fans, they may love the music, but that doesn't mean that they necessarily follow their, you know, listen, I liked Motley Crue's music, right? But I was not a fan of drinking, drugs, heroin overdosing or looking to kill myself that kind of thing right it just didn't none of that was an interest to me but i'll i love the music to a certain time and then i didn't care anymore you know what i'm trying to say to you oh i listen bro i I do because you know i was a huge motley crew guy and then vince Neil was in that accident and then after that i was like i'm done like i i I can't i can't i mean you know i still like it but like I, i i have trouble supporting it yeah, I get what you're saying. I really dug Skid Row, and maybe I misunderstood the whole thing, but there was that incident where the bottle was thrown back into the audience, and it cracked someone's head, and either they, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they died or the brain damage or something like that, but that threw me off. It's like, you know, I listen, I know people anger you. I get it. You know, sometimes we're human, the things of that nature, but there are certain things that we can't do. I mean, as a regular person, you can't do that. You can't yeah, do that. yeah. 
You have to live yeah. your life, in my opinion, like you don't have a legal team behind you. You're right. Right? right. And you want right. to, you know. Right. right. You know, and we've talked about this with the PR and the promotions. You know, if you're a high-level celebrity, you could say something and then, you know, and then it pisses some people off. Your PR team comes in and kind of smooths it over and hopefully, you know, kicks this under the dozen. You know, so much stuff happens. I mean, like when these celebrities, every election, if so-and-so wins, I'm moving out of the country. Uh, yeah, sure you are. Okay, listen. Yeah. You're not moving yeah. out of this country. Uh, I don't care how bad you think it is. It's ten times worse anyplace else. Right? There's a reason why. And you didn't leave anyway. So are you kidding me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. you just can't. And that's the thing. You can come over here, but you can't just go anywhere. We can't just go anywhere else and move in. It don't work like that, Bubba. There's a reason yeah. for it. Because yeah. they don't want guys to go, you know what? If so-and-so wins, I'm moving out. Well, if anything, let's get them a plane ticket, and we'll start lining them up. Go ahead. Come on. Right. It makes room for the rest of us. Hello. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. This way. Pick up a sandwich. Pick up a sandwich. <laughs> so, you know, I think I think some of that's a little crazy. You know, you were talking about old Hollywood, and it brings me back to the old, I'm totally going to show our age now, you know, the Johnny Carson years, you know, the Tonight Show, right. where, you know, he, you know, maybe him and, like, Don Rickles, like, they busted whatever president was at that time but they did it jokingly you never really knew where they stood and then you got a guy like jimmy kimmel who i used to be a fan of and then he just yeah. became a, you know a political guy and just ragged on the you know the president at that time and it just it, i'm just like dude like you want to make jokes that's cool but when you when your jokes become your true blue feelings, right. I, I, I can't do it. I turn it off because that's not why I'm watching the show. Right, exactly. I, I want to see your show because I want to laugh. I want to take right. an hour out of my brain and just enjoy what you do, just like going to a concert. I, I just don't need to hear that stuff. You want to promote yeah, stuff? Right, exactly. They're, they're, they're comedy shows. They're variety shows, right? And you're absolutely right. right. I love Johnny Carson. All those guys. Here's the thing. Yes, it was all tongue-in-cheek. You know, they roast, yes. it was a roasting, but there was a certain amount of respect. If there was no respect, there are two things. You wouldn't be on the show and they wouldn't talk about you. That's the right. way it goes because yep. they're That's not the going to, they're right. not going to give That's you right. the airtime. But if they like right. you and they're busting mm. your stones, that's a positive. You also brought up another point, a fantastic point, which a lot of people, in my opinion, have forgotten about. The office of the president of the United States, regardless of who's in there, should be respected. There, there was always some level of respect. When you and I grew up, when our parents grew up, there was the strong belief we were taught in school that we had the opportunity to become president of the United States. Regular people, 35 and up, had the opportunity to become president of the United States. Man, I don't mm -hmm. feel that way today because the, no. the game has changed completely. Yes. Maybe the mm -hmm. game was always like that. I'm not sure. But I know my kids aren't taught that sentiment, weren't taught that sentiment in school that you had that opportunity. Now, it doesn't exist like that anymore because yeah. that office has lost some of its, its appeal. That's happened some time ago, and it's a shame because now people just talk about it. Listen, there's always been negative political talk political satire there's always that side but listen at the end of the day that was always talked about as that's the greatest position in the free world mm -hmm. and it should be looked upon as that way but people get confusion i know now we're going someplace else about um, being american and what the american government does and it's like a worldwide thing it's and, it, and it's looked upon as a negative thing and a lot of it has to do in my opinion with what celebrities say and do
And again, if you're Absolutely. going to jump ship, literally leaving the country, is your goal for saying that, that you're trying to convince, guilt your fans into voting the other way? Well, man, that is petty. That's, That's a great point. That is petty in my opinion. Now, you want to make real change? Then do something positive, not just flapping the lips. Take some of the money 100%. that you've made and make change. Make change. Now, and some celebrities do it, and some celebrities don't. Some just want, in my opinion, I'm just talking as a regular person, as a fan. I think some do it just to get their name in the paper, and it looks sad. 15 minutes of fame, right? Andy Warhol said it. We've all experienced it at all different levels. And 15 minutes could be five years, could be 10 years. Sooner or later, the star goes up, and then it comes down. And I get that. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, totally. Totally. And everybody's looking for something, so they come up with different ways. And sometimes now, when the political climate, the social climate, the economic climate is in disarray, this is the perfect time. Man, I haven't had a hit in 25 years. Let me come out and speak my piece. Well, I don't know about that. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. And I'm going to give you an example. Somebody who's been consistent with his views, with his, his involvement, Ted Nugent. As far yep. back... He's been consistent his whole life about where he stands, what he stands for. He's a firm believer in the dreams of this country. Now, again, your taste for him may be this way or that way. It's maybe too much for some, maybe not enough for others, whatever, extreme here, you know, whatever. Believe it or not, it's been consistent. So whatever you take, I, I don't know. It's Like I said, it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's a hit or miss. I think in the long term, I think it's best just to kind of keep your mouth shut you're an artist, you're making music. That doesn't mean that you have to turn a blind eye. You want to make change, you want to make real good change, just like regular people do. Donate to your local communities. Volunteer at your church. There's plenty of places. There's Meals on Wheels. There's victim centers. There's homeless shelters. There's halfway houses. There's people in your local community. You want to make ripples? You make those changes there. Start with that. Use that, inf like in my sense, whatever your influence is, you don't have to be a celebrity to have influence from what I've seen over the years. You can no, make, I agree. Yeah. You can make changes and it just takes, it's one person at a time. Like you said, when we're finding fans, you're finding one fan at a time. You can make change that same way. To make statements that you're giving people ultimatums, it's either this or that, it's black or white. Nah, man, the world doesn't actually, it's not black or white. There's so many shades of gray. I know everybody's heard this before, but the colors in this world are unbelievable. There is, there's no black and white per se, right? Yeah. Black and white are the absence of color. And if you have the absence of color, you have the absence of thought. And you have the absence of feeling and compassion and sympathy and, and empathy and, and all those and care. That's just my opinion. I'm going to get down off my soapbox. I'm getting tired. <laughs> it's, I gotta constantly stand on my toes just to get to the mic. I'm I'm tired, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Let's look at it a different way. Now, what happens if an artist is already going into it? Let's let's just say that there's an artist, who, a band. Let's just say a band, and they go into it already. Like, that's their thing, that they want to be, like, they kind of want to put their views out there uh, politically, let's just right. say. They, wa they, they, they want to push that controversial envelope. Yes, there is absolutely yeah. people like that. Yeah, so, I mean, like. Shock value. I, I guess, There's a shock value of it, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, you know, and I, I guess it's up to you whether you want to follow that or not. I mean, you know, that I kind of get. 
you know, even that, like, I mean, would that turn you off, Mick? Like, from a personal view? Like, if you if, if they went into it, you know, kind of trying to cause controversy because of their, and pushing their yeah. political views, I, yeah. you didn't agree with their political view, would you even give them a chance? Listen, I, I like Robert De Niro, okay? I, as an actor. Oh. Yeah. I, as an actor, I, I enjoy watching him. I think he's great. I'm not a fan of his political views and his tough guy routine and, and the threats and stuff. To me, that just isn't cool. There's no mannerism to that. It just doesn't make sense yeah. to me, right? Which does has it turned me off a bit? Yeah, it does. It does. I, I don't yeah. I don't think that. Um, I don't like bullies. I don't like people that try to bully you either by size and presence, strength, or verbally, mentally, that kind of, you know, intellectual stuff. And listen, I'm not very well read. I don't follow political trends. I try to avoid it like the plague. I don't watch the news because I, I can't stand that kind of stuff. Like I said, I yeah. need to I need to get thirty five, forty percent of my of my uh my good times in life during the holiday season. So I, you know, I got no time for that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that would put me off. Now, is it a spectacle? Yeah, you watch it a little bit and you go, man, this is enough of this. This is like a bad movie. I mean, it's bad enough we're living this bad movie 2020 than I got to hear some some guy who's got more money and he doesn't know what to do with uh, than, you know, and he wants to talk about stuff. You can see where I stand. I'm crawling back up on that soapbox, guys. I'm going to pull that mic down. (laughs) Hello, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that would throw me off. You know, like yeah, I, I don't yeah. want like Tommy Lee. I'm going to move out of the country. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, you really, dude. Yeah, you're not yeah. moving. You're not moving anywhere. You got a tour next year, supposedly. I think you're going to stay here. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Again, you know that all kind of happened right around as his album's getting ready to come out. I get it. So everybody's well, got listen, their shtick. Listen, of course, of course, he's not stupid. He's not stupid. You're absolutely right. These are smart, calculated people with a team behind them. Right. right. But I think I would choose better what I would say in certain things. Again, you know, my mother and father used to say is when I was real little, they would constantly say this. My father said it up until the time he passed. Don't do anything that's going to ruin the family name. Because it ain't. Right. It's, absolutely. It's not yours. You know what I'm talking about because you came from the same, yep. same cloth that yep. I came from. Because the name isn't yours. you got to pass it on, and it came from a line of people before you. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody's been stand-up, but that doesn't mean that you, you jump off the bridge because they do as well, right? Yeah, and that, and, yeah. and I've, always, I've always lived my life that way, so you'd rather not say anything. Listen, you could say whatever you want in private, in the privacy of your own home. At least you should be able to. I know that's a new thing now. Everybody tapes you, and you can't say whatever you want in private. I don't buy that either. But at the same time... You want to say something, say it in private. You want to feel a certain way, you do that in private. You know what I mean? Or you choose not to get involved. Listen, some people just hate, right? What what did, um, what did um, I can't remember his name, but in Rocky, right? The first one, the booking guy, the bookie guy. He goes, uh, you know, what is it? What is it with this guy? I don't know, Rock. You know, some people just hate. They hate for no reason, yep. right? And that's, you know... And I, I was told as a kid when I used to hang down there on Snyder Avenue in Philadelphia, they would say, you know, Mickey, not everybody's going to like you. I'm like, oh, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. I'm friends with Sal. I try to be friends with Sal. I'm trying nice and why don't you like Not everybody's going to like you, Mickey. <laughs> and I said, okay. And then I understand. I started to understand. Not everybody's going to like like me. That's right. That's right. So that I don't got to like anybody myself. <laughs> But that's the thing, and it's okay, man. Because like, if if everybody was hunky dory all the time, you know it. As an artist, if every if there was no tension in the band, sometimes you wouldn't push to that new level. 
Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's son of a bitch. All right, I'm going to show. I'm going to, okay. I got it now. You know what I mean? All right, there you go. You like that? What about that? You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're Tom Cruise and taps. It's beautiful, man. You know what I'm talking about. I'm getting tired on that soapbox again. A soapbox, in, listen. A soapbox in outer space is pretty tough. If you've ever watched those missions on the on the uh, on the shuttles, those guys floating around, they're they're trying to grab their hairbrush and their toothbrush and eat a chocolate bar. I'm trying to do that on a soapbox. It don't work. It don't work. Use your celebrity. Use the quality of that for positive change. We got enough negativity in the world. I think we need more positive. That's the way I'm going to leave it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree, man. I, I agree. And and telling someone, you know, telling your fan base what to do or who to choose is not using your celebrity status for good. No, it's and I don't think that's responsible. You're absolutely right. That's not responsible yeah. at all. Because you're taking away that person's right to make their own clear decision. Now, listen, there are people that don't want to think through it. They want someone to tell them what to do. But I think that those campaigns, especially when we were kids, you know, rock the vote, get out there, get involved, get educated, learn what it is that's going on, because you can make change if it comes together and you do it correctly. Yes. Right? And the more people are educated, now listen, not everybody has to be Einstein, but you have to kind of know what's going on. What? Wait, what? Like, oh, you mean, you mean I, I got it. What? I still got to pay taxes? I voted for him, though. Why should I have to pay taxes? Yeah, because that's the way it works. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know, get educated. And the other thing, too, is it's a privilege here in the United States, right? You're allowed, you have that freedom to become educated, to make your own, well, we still have it right now, to have that choice, to make that choice based on things that are important to you. They're not going to be important to everybody. But if they're important enough to you, then use that opportunity to, uh, and that was that, that's all it was, is, is to use the privilege, because that privilege can be taken away at any time. And you, have, time. you, you have the choice to vote, and you have the choice not to vote, one way or the other. Yep. That's part of that privilege to a right. And rights can be taken away, and privileges can be taken away. They want you to utilize them, you know what I mean? That's all. Did, was there a hidden agenda? Sure. There's always a hidden agenda. One side or oh. another is always supporting something. So, yeah. okay. you know what I mean? Whether they're trying to get a certain demographic, they're trying to get a certain message across, they're trying to wake up certain people. Wake up, people! Hey, people! <laughs> Let me tell you. Anyway, that's where it's at. Make your own choices. Get educated. Know what you're talking about before you talk about it. Because if you don't, yeah. there's a lot of things I don't know about, so I just mums the word with me. Yeah. And don't follow celebrities' advice. Do your own research. Exactly. Politicians are rock stars with bad hair. They couldn't make it. That's all they are. (laughs) (laughs) Going to get my ass into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I'm in outer space. They can't shoot that far. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Can't see us. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> oh man! Hey, you got anything else you want to add to that? No, 
Oh, man, nope. That's it. I said my piece. Yeah, I said my piece. Well, I didn't really, but I'm getting tired, so. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Cosmic Voice. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Cosmic Voice podcast. If you would like more information about us, head to our website, www.cosmicview.com, and click on the Cosmic Voice tab for all the show notes and contacts that you will need. And, of course, you can contact us on our Facebook page, The Cosmic Voice. Plus, make sure you head over to where you get all your podcast needs and hit that subscription button so you never miss an episode. You can currently hear us at sites such as Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. We will see you next time. You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.